The Air Force is implementing a handful of new plans to train pilots faster, get maintainers and hangars quicker, and bring more recruits into the force. Brigadier General Jim Sears, the Director of Plans, Programs, and Requirements for the Air Force Education and Training Command, oversees those initiatives. Federal News Network Scott Mossioni spoke with Sears about how 2018 shaped up and what's to come. 2018 was a really exciting year for uh, for AETC on behalf of the Air Force, quite frankly. The, you know, the biggest things that I think of that we were able to do was after being named the, the Force Development Command, uh, we really did a good job last year of restructuring the staff and focusing the people in the staff all the way down through the squadrons in AETC on that, that force development mission and looking at how do we develop the entire force, not just how do we, how do we train people, how do we bring them into to the Air Force and then send them on. Um, that has really allowed us to to focus on a bigger picture, and you know, you mentioned the personnel landscape. That that allows us to look at how do we develop the entire force as a way to support talent management and each individual airman's growth and progression in the Air Force. The a couple of you know strategic things, if you will, that we've done to really enable that where we brought what we call the Air Force Learning Services ecosystem online this year, which is, you know, the initial capabilities of that uh, are looking very exciting that eventually, hopefully in 2019, that will grow into our ability to put content on online and give airmen access to what I'm sure you've heard us call the continuum of learning anytime, anywhere, on any device. Um, and that also gives an airman the, the path to their growth and how they can progress in the future. And it allows them to, you know, our, our uh, aggressive learners in the Air Force will have better access to more content and be able to develop themselves faster, um, which feeds into the second major thing that I think we've done this year. And that's uh, what has been termed pilot training next, but will grow in 2019 into what we're calling learning next now. And that's exploring and, and running experiments to see how do people learn better, what are the tools and techniques we can use to, to teach better, and how are we able to get airmen to their combat units faster by putting them in charge of their training, no longer making time a constant in training, but rather a person's ability and their performance, and then how do we teach them within context of the mission. When you when you bring that to those two things together, that the ecosystem with what we're learning in pilot training next and future learning next experiments, uh, 2018 was really a a big year for moving air education and training command into the into the current day and into the future. And the pilot training next program that you're talking about uses big data and personal simulators to help pilots get in the air faster. Can you tell us a little bit more about this learning? next program that you just mentioned would that be focused toward pilots or who as we sit here actually i think it's next week we begin the second version of pilot training next which is focused on taking the things we learned as far as cognitive ability and how people learn um, and also de- further developing the uh, the technology that we used in pilot training next into um, how are, we've been able to develop that further so that in the second version of pilot training next, we're able to grow from that and learn even more. Uh, The second iteration, second iteration that we're going to begin by this summer of 2019 will be 
we're calling it maintenance training next right now, but that's really focused on the non-flying training that we do in Air Education and Training Command and being able to, to develop the same, use the same technologies, develop the same techniques, and then uh, all the other things that we're learning about feedback and time and putting students in charge of their training, we're going to be able to take that and grow that for non-flying training. Would you still be incorporating big data? And when it comes to maintainers, would you still have that opportunity to have them train at home, to collect the data that you want to collect and do those sorts of uh, high-tech things? We do. We're, we're thinking that we should be able to use much of the technology that we, we've been using with the pilot training next. Uh, the important thing will be to take those things that we've learned from, from PTN as far as how you can use virtual and augmented reality to accelerate, enhance, and make tr- uh, the training that people receive deeper, last longer, and have more resilience, while at the same time using uh, artificial intelligence tutors and big data to be able to, to bring the training techniques you're using, see how the students are receiving it and how they're progressing, and then be able to, to move them, accelerate their training and move them through faster. When you look at the size of them, we chose, you know, we chose pilot training for PTN because that's obviously, a, you know, getting more pilots and being able to do that cheaper is huge for the, for the world's greatest Air Force. We've selected the maintenance training career field after that because it's one of the largest ones, and it provides a, a wonderful landscape to be able to see how you can do some of the techniques we've used in PTN for having more students per instructor because of the uh, Viper in PTN, that, uh, that artificial intelligence tutor. Well, when you can bring that to the maintenance career field and the ability for one instructor to have multiple students working on multiple tasks at the same time, uh, the scalability of that for the rest of the Air Force should bring, uh, that's truly macro innovation and the ability to, to save lots of time, effort, and money for the Air Force. What types of things happened in 2018 on the tactical level that you think really helped out the, the personnel side of things? We've got a couple things that we're really excited that happened in 2018, starting with standing up the Special Warfare Training Wing and the, the Air Force really, you know, as a whole, taking a closer look and instituting uh, many force improvement plan actions to enhance what we used to call the battlefield airmen cra- uh, career fields. Uh, in Air Education and Training Command, we've done that by standing up a, a wing and a recruiting squadron to make sure the recruiting squadron will bring in the right people to be special warfare airmen, and the, the wing will be able to look at not only how we train those, uh, those airmen when we bring them in, but how we take care of them. They're, they'll stand up a human performance group that really you know, sees the airmen as a weapon system almost where we actually take care of them, we keep them healthier. When they do get injured, we get them back up to speed faster, and we should be able to get through the training much better by doing that. The, the second thing that we're really excited about was in September, we, start, we, we changed basic military training here at Lackland pretty considerably to, um, we didn't have to increase any time that the airmen spent at Lackland, but we're really able to, to increase an airman's lethality and readiness when they leave basic military training by focusing on core values, human performance and fitness, and then uh, instituting an Airman 100 course through the entire uh, eight and a half weeks of, of BMT 
to, to really bring heritage in and, and focus on what it is that makes airmen different and better uh, able to support uh, the United States. And then uh, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up, uh, you know, the, the big, one of the big ticket items for AETC, and that's the award of the TX um, at the, uh, late in the year that will really bring the future of pilot training home over the next couple of years as we look forward to getting the TX in. That's Air Force Brigadier General Jim Sears, the Director of Plans, Programs, and Requirements for the Air Education and Training Command, speaking with Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. Check out Scott's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.